welcome to another episode of Forgot My Transmitter. I'm your host, Dave Campbell, and today's chat is with Scott Burr from Colorado. He explains how he works for a power company and has a private locating business on the side that has grown quite quickly. Thanks for coming on the show, Scott. Thanks for having me. Can you tell us a little about yourself? Yep. So I'm uh, I'm out of Montrose, Colorado. I locate power for our local power company. I also locate fiber optics. And me and my wife also own our private locating business. Okay. Uh, I've been doing the I've been doing locating for uh, about eight years now. How did you become a locator? Um, well, it wasn't really planned, but I went on Indeed and I got started with USIC. Thought you know I got my own truck, got to travel around. Thought it was probably a good deal, kind of my own, do my own thing, and got started there. And after that, it's been it's been enjoyable. Oh, that's good. So you're in Colorado? Yep, I'm on the on the western slope of Colorado. Okay. What are the dig laws there? So our dig laws are, of course, you got to call in. You get two days notice for us to come out and locate for you. We have the 18-inch rule on each side of your marks. Other than that, it's pretty, there's no pre-marks that are required, which is kind of a pain in the butt. Yeah. Yeah. But it's not really... I wouldn't say there's not really a whole lot of, it's just that 18-inch rule is about the, the main law for us over here. I mean, they're not, 811 is not too strict on the contractors here. Okay. So do you locate mainly rural stuff, or do you go into the cities at all? So I do I do both. So I work in a town called Montrose, and it's, it's a pretty small town. we got about 40,000 people in our town now, and we have a... We have about a hundred mile radius of our of our service territory for the power company. Okay. So a lot of that a lot of that's really rural. You're talking an hour drive out to one house sometimes. We got a lot of stuff up, up in the in the mountains that gets pretty rural. But my my area primarily is in, in the town and so I got the most experience out of everybody in my company. Okay. That's good. Yeah, I see lots of your pictures that you post online, mainly out in the country. Yeah, oh yeah. Yep. Yeah, that makes the job enjoyable. All the views. Oh yeah, yeah. We got we got some of the best views views around. I think. Yeah. I love I love it here. Said so our power company doesn't locate anything past the meter, or any of our utilities around here. Okay. So that's that's where the private utility comes in for us. So is it just on the weekends after hours that you do the privates? Yep, after hours, Saturdays. I was working Sundays, but I was like, no, I need I need a day to recoup and you know, recharge batteries. So now we just do it Saturdays after hours and on Mondays. So the your, the company you're with now, they don't mind you doing that on the weekends? Nope, they don't mind at all. Oh, that's good. So I'm assuming they don't offer it or it's just allowed? Nope, they, they do not offer any oh. any kind of private utility locating. No conflict of interest at all. That's good. Yeah, nope. How did you get started doing your own stuff? Was it just people were asking, hey, do you mind doing it? Yeah, that, that's pretty much how it got started. The only other private lo- utility locator in my area, he's an older gentleman, and you know he was on his his time to retire. And everybody just started asking me if I could just you know locate from the meter to their house or this and that. And yeah, we have a pretty strict policy at my at the power company that we're not allowed to do that. Right. So I was like, well, you know, there's, there's a big need to it. And I'm I'm the only private locator on this entire side of the state that I know of. Okay. Well, 
So do you make decent money doing it in the after hours? Yeah, we've we've done pretty pretty well considering, you know, we only work, you know, a couple of days a week and just mainly just a few hours a day. I mean, I can go out half a day. You know, I can make what I do in half a day and sometimes I would make a whole week at my other job. Wow. Yeah, we we charge for all travel from once we leave the house to when we get back to the house. Okay. So all our time, all our travel time is paid plus we have an hourly rate. Right. Wow, that's really good. So when you're out, out in the country, have you had any encounters? Some angry property owners. I've had some pretty some pretty angry property owners out there because they all think they don't understand easement yeah. and stuff like that, how that goes. Um, yeah. As far as working for, the, for my the company, the, the power company, the private side, I haven't really had any, any encounters. Some animal encounters, but that's about it. Right. Any bears? Oh, yeah. Just two weeks ago, we were up in up by Telluride and doing a locate kind of up through the trees and stumbled upon a mama bear and her three cubs. Yeah. She's, she chased us out of the woods. Yeah. Black bear, or brown bear? Black bear. Okay. They're not as bad as the brown bears, right? Yep. Yeah, they're the same black browns. We got black bears, brown bears, cinnamon bears. They're all the same species. They just have different. Okay. I just heard that brown bears are more vicious. More aggressive. Yeah, we don't like it. brown bears is like grizzly kind. We don't we don't have those kind of bears here. That must be the differentiation. Yeah, yeah. yeah we see seen some mountain lions, a bobcat. Locate takes you up to some pretty pretty far out places. Yeah, kind of out there by yourself. And, yeah. So when you're out in the the boonies there, what exactly are you locating? Is there underground fiber or in power way out there? Yeah, so a lot of times when I'm doing the private stuff, there's like big guns like for they're like they're watering their big fields, so they run they run lots of power out to like pumps and stuff out in the field. Sometimes we just got cabins that are way way up in the up in the boonies that are that are off the grid. They run long ways off the meters. Yeah, we have a couple places up here that have their that have their own complete power grid on their own their own substation and everything. They run their whole entire power operation. Okay, wow. So we get so we get quite a bit of that, and you know, just locating up to like the cell towers, and yeah, stuff like most of that stuff's private, but on the fiber side, yeah, yeah, we're we're getting ready to go up to tell you right today and do some private locating up in up in Mountain Village. Okay, which you never know what you're going to find up in that place. <laughs> yeah, do you find that every every area is different? Oh yeah, yeah, every different every area is totally different. If there's a different contractor or a different engineer putting putting the plans together. Everything's different. Yeah, that that's what I found when when I was doing my private stuff with the septic tanks. That if, if as soon as they told me what area they were in and what age this the house was, I had a good idea of exactly where it was going to be installed, how it was, like what what contractor did it, and I I knew what I was getting myself into. Yeah, we we run in quite a bit of that. Even on the for the power company side, we got like certain subdivisions that one contractor went through and. You know, we basically know exactly how he laid laid our conduit in the ground, how he ran the services to the houses. But then you go to another neighborhood, and it's totally different. Yeah, it just takes some time to understand every every method of installation, every contractor, how they did it. Have you had any damages? I've had a couple damages. I haven't had a damage in, gosh, it's been it's been a good good year since I had a had a damage of any really. I haven't really had any significant damages. I've had a couple dig-ins on some secondary 
horsepower. As you know, that secondary can get really, really tricky around the boxes. Yeah. Um, especially when there's other utilities, you know, to bleed off onto. Sometimes I, I attribute that to, to the contractors putting their buckets in right at the transformer instead of, you know, hand digging or, or backing that out. Yeah. And that's what happened here. The tr- contractor went in with his bucket and, and literally just started digging right next to our transformer and, and pulled the secondaries right out of the box. Wow. We have a stipulation, like each each power company is a little different here, but most the ones we locate for is a two meter or it's a what is that six feet radius around transformer that is hand dig only. Yeah, I know some kind. Of, I know like USIC. That's kind of their rule is you know they draw a circle around the box and you have to hand dig within that circle. Okay. Yeah, our, our company is not too strict on that, but as as myself, I've started doing that. So the contractor is aware yeah. that you know you can't be can't be putting your bucket in that close to a tow power box. It's just dangerous. And, you know we got gas lines that are you know within two foot of our boxes. It's just not a good situation. No. But the last last year we had a I don't know how big the line it was, but it was one of our main feeders to our industrial side town, and the contractor was digging next to our next to our dip pole, clearly marked. He just, he was just didn't want to back it and find it. He dug into it and took out half the city. Wow. When he hit that, that, that underground. And that was a big deal. That, you know, that was like a $100,000 fine on his end. And yeah, it was, it was pretty serious. He was lucky. He had, he had man down in the, down in the trench when he hit the wire. Yeah, it was pretty scary. I just, I just pulled up to the, to the job site to refresh the marks for him. And bam, it was just a huge flash. It was a main, main high voltage line underground. Yeah, it was it was the main feeder coming out of the sub. Wow. Going into our industrial, into our PMH cabinets. Yeah. Which is our industrial that feeds all our, all our main stuff going down the, into the city. I'm glad they got a fine. That needs to happen more often. Yeah, yeah. They we find them. We find them. Eight one one. Find them. I don't know what happened after that, but he had to pay, of course, for all the, all the repairs and, you know, the costs. Yeah, because there's just too many contractors who factor in the price of of a repair as just a part of business. Oh, well, that's, I just you know I'll pay for that to fix it. But the, but when there's fines, that that hurts. That hurts the bottom line. Yeah, yeah. There's yeah. He had to, have to repair, pay for the repairs, and he got he got fined by the state and by our company. Yeah, that's good. And then our marks were were right on. They were still still visible. Vacuum. I wish vacuuming was like a a mandatory we had a vac every utility before you dig for verification. Yeah. Is he suspended from working near your utility now? That company? Oh yeah. Yep. Yep. That's good. But, you know, this wasn't the first digging we've had with that contractor before, but you know, some were just kind of smaller, just smaller primaries. But this one that yeah, was it was a pretty major deal. You know, power power was out for a good six hours. Well yeah, a lot of people get upset with that. Any other damages that you had? Not, not too many. We had a fiber damage about three weeks ago. They're rebuilding our our highway system going south, and they were doing some some soil testing, and you know it rained the whole weekend, and it just pretty much washed all our marks away. The contractor went in and and dug right right where our fiber was. Yeah, they didn't see any marks and. I guess we didn't we didn't flag it good enough 
and they got into a like a ninety ninety six strand fiber. So other than that, it's been been pretty smooth. We're, you know, we're pretty thorough, and you know, on, on the double check, double checker, triple checker, I just I'm pretty thorough when I locate. No, that's good. Yeah, especially when you're, you know, got your own private stuff on the side. My my private business, we've been lucky. We haven't had we haven't had any dig-ins or damages. A couple like water lines, plastic pipes, you know, those just ain't traceable, and you know, we yeah. explain that to the to the customers. Yeah. So we do. I do a little witching, and you know, that's about the only way we can do water lines around here. Yeah, exactly. Put tracer with water. No. Do you have insurance then for your private side? Yep. Yeah, we carry a, a two million dollar policy on our on our in a company side, on our private business. Okay, that doesn't take out too much of your profits. Nope. No, we we got lucky. We got a, we got a pretty cheap insurance of like forty bucks a month. Oh wow, that is really good. Huh. Yeah, it's it's really good. Only how we got that lucky, but our insurance guy is real good. Yeah, hopefully it's it's linked to your gross revenue, right? Yep. Yeah, and our our terms and conditions, you know, keep us pretty safe. Um, as far as getting damages put on us, if there was to be one, you know, you know, the private side, there's, there's just no documentation on where anything is. I just, you just don't really know if there's a, you know, a power line running to here without visibility, maybe seeing a conduit coming out of a house or a barn or, or if the homeowner is not aware of it himself. Yeah. So it's, it's bound to happen once in a while. Yeah. Yeah. Especially on that smaller row mix stuff. Yeah. Do you have any advice for new locators? My biggest advice is to try and call your contractors as often as possible and just talk to them. They'll save you so much time. You can get familiar with them, how they dig, um, what the, what their kind of what their scope of their job is, and you know just put you in a better better position with them and yourself. Yeah, uh, that's that's helped me the most in my in my career is is calling contractors. Every time I pretty much get a take, I call pretty much everybody. Okay. The homeowner, and then I just knock on their door and, and talk to them. But if it's a contractor, I'm calling them. I want to know where they're digging, you know, kind of how deep they're going to be going. You know, and if there's, if there's any any thought that their utility might be mismarked or they're not quite sure, they didn't find it, then they can always call me. I'll, I'll come, you know, recheck it for them. And just, just being thorough with your locates, you know, just, Make sure you're hooking up correctly. Make sure you're unbonding correctly. Knowing knowing your your receiver and what you're looking at on your receiver screen, and you know, because that's all you got. That's your eyes out in the field is your receiver. Yeah. So, do you have any contractors that take advantage of that, like because they got your phone number? Do they call you too much? Yeah, I have. I have one contractor that's, you know, he calls me almost daily. It seems like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, I re- I really don't mind being called and and ask questions or, you know, if they, they're like, hey, do I got power running this way or that way? I always tell them, like, you know, I'll just come out there and we'll, we'll, we'll verify and make sure. But my maps, you know, my maps show me there's nothing over this way. Right. But maps are, are just a guideline, so you never. Yeah. What keeps you going every day? My family, mostly. You know, I just love, I like, I love what I do. I love going out and locating, especially on the private side. I've, I really enjoy doing the private locating. It's not, not as stressful as locate for the power company. Yeah. You know, that's not too stressful. I like the private side. You know, I can only go out and do two or three locates when I do go out. Yeah, but mostly my wife and kids. And, you know, that's, that's what we're out here for. Yeah. How old are your kids? 
I got one kid that's 14, and I got another that's 19. Okay. They, do they help you every once in a while? Once in a while, they, they get out there. Yeah. My, uh, my youngest, he shows a little bit of interest in it. Yeah. You know how the young kids are. They'd rather just play. <laughs> yeah, they want to do something flashy, you know, first. Uh, yeah. Yeah. When was the last time you forgot your transmitter? Oh, gosh. Well, I can't remember the last time I forgot my transmitter, but I did re- forget my receiver at a power pole about a, six months ago. And I've forgotten clutching stuff many times. <laughs> yeah, the clamps are the ways. Yeah. You set it down, and then it, you forget it. Set it down or just left it wrapped around a around the meter conduit. <laughs> yep. But yeah, the, yeah, I forgot my uh, my receiver. Luckily, we have GPS devices on our on our equipment. Oh, nice. Like air tags. Yep. So, you know, I was able to GPS it and find it, but So that's company wide that they put an air tag on stuff? Uh, yep. Yeah, on our on our power company, we put air tags on all our all our equipment. Oh, that's good. Yeah, even even like our trailers and stuff that we got we got GPS air tags on everything. Yeah, it's the way to go. It's just drop that in there. Yeah, or you know, sometimes we have to leave a trailer out on a job site or sometimes they want to steal it. And yeah. We can track it. Yeah. So what equipment do you have for your, what well, you use every day and then your private side? Do you have any extra equipment there? So I use I use the RD8200 on both my the power company and my private business Yeah. as far as the locating I use I use a variety of stuff on the private side. I have a I have a camera, I have fish tapes, I have water listening devices, which I haven't quite figured out how those work yet. The pumper, no. the here water lines. Yeah, that's I got a I got I do fault finding. I got an A frame to locate faults on my private side. I guess I got I also GPS. I do GPS mapping that I hook up to my RD and use my RD to to put points down on the map for myself. Yeah. That works real well. On the private side, you do that? Yep, on the private side. Huh. Yeah, I, I do a lot of big ranches, and you know, a lot of times they want they want their ranches all mapped out so they can go back and, you know, and find their utilities and just kind of have reference of it. How difficult was that to figure out? The GPS then? Yeah, like that, putting that whole package together, figuring that all out, all out so you could offer it. Well, I mean, it makes it pretty easy with the RD. I mean, you just got to Bluetooth that stuff in, and then after that, it's pretty much, once you get the program established, then let's, let's see, I use uh, Subsurface Solutions. I'm sure you've okay. heard of them. Yeah, I want to get in touch with them, see if they want to come on the show and explain their equipment. Yeah, I use their I use their GPS program. So I can, I can add layers. I can do pretty much whatever I want, and then once I'm out in the field, I just use my phone and you know, if there's a hydrant, I just hit a button and it pops a little hydrant on the map for me. Just just whatever you want to put on there for layers, you just put it on your phone and as you're out there, you just you can just hit the layer and it adds it to your map for you. Then the RD does everything else. It, it puts all the points down as you hit the button and it puts the GPS coordinate down for you. Yeah. Is it pretty reasonably priced then? Or is it, is it a subscription? Yep. Yeah, it's uh if you just do a daily, it's about a dollar a day. Okay, that's reasonable then. Yeah, it's like three. It was like three sixty for the year. Yeah. Which I don't. Which I don't use it a whole lot. I, I I did a big ranch when we first got started. A big huge ranch, and that's the main reason we did it because they wanted all their utilities on that. So I invested into it. Now now we don't get it as much, but we 
you still do some GPS for some people. Yeah. So what's your what's your game plan for the next five, ten years? Are you gonna expand the private side or just stick to what you're doing? Yeah, we'd like to expand the private side. It seems like we really don't have a choice, so we're getting busy compared. So this is going into our third year of the private business. So we've gone from um, about 20000 our first year. We're up to about 90000 now. Oh, wow. And that, you know, that's just working, you know, two days a week. So it's, it's, really, it's really taken off. Sometimes I have a hard time juggling between my regular day job and my private business trying to schedule stuff. Yeah, for sure. But my wife, my wife does also locate, so she's, she kind of goes out sometimes during the week and takes care of the business side, the private side. Right. No, that's, that's big. That's huge then. So you just work together on the big, big projects. Yeah. Hopefully maybe like one day get, get a couple contracts at a local and, you know, hire a couple people and, you know, I would definitely like to expand a little bit. Right. Get a stable contract as a base. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, we got we got a couple local power companies that are uh, they just locate in house, but it's just the linemen and stuff that are doing locating for them. Yeah, linemen don't like to locate. No, yeah, it's funny how locating's just below them. You know, like gas companies, same thing. Oh no, I don't want to locate. You know, it's the bottom rung. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but it really, it's it's the most important thing. Yeah, it's the it's the first first step of any any project. Yeah. Even really, even really before the engineers get in there, we're, you know, we're locating for them so they can put stuff on there, on the engineering plant. Do you have anything else you'd like to add? Well, not so much. As far as you were asking what else we'd like to do, we got a lot of gas wells up, up kind of north of where we are. Like, and I wouldn't mind trying to get into that more, like locating for, for gas. Yeah. I don't, I don't really hear of anybody up there locating anymore. Yeah, the oil fields. Yeah, up out in the oil fields. That'd be a, that'd be a good be a good step for our company as well. But other than that, I just tell everybody to be safe, be thorough on what you do. Don't be afraid to ask questions or you know get con- get in contact with contractors, especially if they're not pre-marking your dig area. So you're kind of you're both on the same page. Okay. Yeah. Well, thanks for coming on the show here. Appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks for having me. I, I listened to your show. You know, I've listened to all your your shows and it's pretty interesting I'm glad you glad you got it going on and i think it's i think it's great for the for our side of the industry that concludes today's episode if you would like to be a guest on this show please visit forgotmytransmitter.com for instructions on how to submit your info and remember don't forget your transmitter